Worship is something that God's people have always been engaged in because God is truly worthy. Notice what we read in the book of Psalms, in Psalm 95, verses 1 to 6. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods, in whose hand are the depths of the earth. The peaks of the mountain are also his. The sea is his, for it was he who made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. God's people have always sought to worship him. From the very first time we read of worship in the book of Genesis with Cain and Abel through all the great patriarchs to the time when God brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt and gave instructions for Moses on how to build the tabernacle and the, and the wonderful worship that God prescribed to be performed in that tabernacle right through the time when David wanted to build the temple but it fell on his son Solomon to build that temple and the worship that went on in all this time was the worship that God had prescribed. We get into the New Testament now and a conversation that Jesus had with a woman of Samaria is found in John the, the fourth chapter and I encourage you to read along with us. It's found in John 4 starting in verse 19. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you people say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, an hour is coming when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship that which you do not know. We worship that which we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But an hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such people, the Father seeks to be his worshippers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. This woman that Jesus was speaking to came from the people of Samaria, the Samaritans. And they sought to worship God, but they wanted to do it in their own way. They worshipped on a mountain called Gerizim. And they didn't follow the instructions that are found in the Old Testament that told them that they needed to go down to Jerusalem to worship. And this was what started this conversation. Jesus says that, uh, that it is from the Jews that the truth comes. But he then goes on to say, a time is coming and now is when God's worshippers will worship him in spirit and in truth. Today, it doesn't matter where we worship him. We're not called to go to Jerusalem, to the temple, to worship him. The temple no longer exists. It's in his church we worship him. But what we have to focus on, and what we're going to focus on in the next coming weeks, is what Jesus said. God is spirit, 
and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. We need to recognize that we must, if we are followers of God, we must worship him. And we're prescribed, we're told, we're instructed how to worship him. We have to worship in spirit. Our worship is a spiritual act. And secondly, we're told that it has to be done in truth. In times gone by, in the Old Testament, we read of people seeking to worship God how they wanted to. They wanted to worship God in a way that made them feel good. But that is not what God wants. And we are now instructed that not only does it have to be spiritual worship, but it has to be true. Later on in John 17, 17, Jesus said to the Father, Thy word is truth. That's where we find the truth. If we want to know how to worship God, we have to look into his word and see how he desires to be worshipped. This is going to be the subject for the next few videos in the next coming weeks. So I encourage you to come back and join us as we continue to study the Bible through these videos. Thank you so much and goodbye for now.